0: From Outrun the Bear Media, this is Dads on Dads on Dads on Traditions. Hello and welcome to the Dads on Dads on Dads podcast, a show about the lighter side of fatherhood. Each episode, three newish dads talk about listeners-submitted questions and discussion points surrounding a particular theme. Today's theme is Traditions. Tradition. Think of it as peer pressure from dead people. And they aren't all just foods. They come in many forms, affecting things in dads' lives, such as how we all got married, to how we manage our relationships and home lives, to how we raise our kids. Article after article seems to be written, and reliably clicked upon, about how millennials, roughly everyone you've heard on this podcast, is not only breaking but murdering traditions and traditional institutions with breathless abandon. Millennials are breaking the tradition of home ownership. Maybe, or maybe all the jobs are in cities now and we can't afford homes here. Millennials are breaking the tradition of church attendance. Maybe, or maybe we just like brunch. Strangely, what we don't see a lot of articles about is all the traditions the boomer generation has broken. You know, things like the pension, the affordable education, and the living wage. Ah, wait, but you'll have to excuse me. My avocado toast just arrived. We're just playing. Boomers, you know we love you. Sometimes, if we're related to you. So, here, we here at Dads on Dads on Dads thought that we'd set the record straight today we're going to talk about those traditions. Those we keep, those we don't, and maybe, just possibly maybe, those we'd like to start. Stick around. Guys, let's get to it. You know me, I'm Colin, and here with me is Paul. Hello. And Corey. Hello, gentlemen. Now, as you all know, before we get to the discussion, I have to ask you guys one thing What's new in dadding? What do we got? Well, I got a big one. Uh, We we are 100% potty trained. Yes. One, wait, 100%. Is that a verifiable thing? Sure, can, can, sure. Can, can you? Can He'll never have another accident. <laughs> it's been one week and I'm I'm certain of this.
1: <laughs> all right, so if he's, say, at a bachelor party when he's
0: 32. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> no, his, his job <laughs> is done. Yeah. Uh, no, we, uh, as of last weekend, so it's been about 10 days, we, uh, yeah, we did the, uh, the three-day no-pants weekend approach where uh, you get up, we we started on Friday, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You get up, you take the diaper off, and uh, we put a diaper on him for naps and, and bedtime. But other than that, he had no pants on and just constantly, like, it's like crate training a dog. It's very true. Every, like, 10, 15 minutes, just take him to the potty, ask him if he needs to go to the potty, just and then reinforce it with some sort of treat. If you want to, we decided to do that. We went with M&Ms. He would get one M&M for peeing. And we initially said two. For pooping, but once he actually pooped, we were so excited. We gave him four, so that was, the, <laughs> nice. That was <laughs> nice. the new standard for yeah. that.
2: So in your family, it's no longer not the number one and number two; it's the number one and number four. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, I like it. That's pretty adorable.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it worked pretty well. We he like we've had the potty for a while, uh, just to get him used to it. Um, and he's gone on it a few times, you know, just to try it out. Uh, but it, you know, it hasn't been like a rule or anything. But he really he caught on really quickly and. Uh, and yeah, I mean, there have been accidents, but just from stuff I'd read, it sounded like it was going to be such a stressful, messy weekend, and fortunately, that was not the case for us. Um, I think if it is the case for people, that's fine. Uh, it's something that you could possibly expect, but we just got lucky. And I, I know, like, there are always regressions, too, so at any point, we could have a very messy, stressful weekend, but uh, for now, it seems to be sticking, so.
2: Well, I'd like to offer my most heartfelt congratulations. <laughs> Thank that's you. Uh, I, from what I've read, I think it's very different depending
0: on the child. So mm-hmm. I think you, you got pretty lucky with this yeah, one. Yeah, totally. I can claim very little credit for for how it went. Um, I mean,
1: I think that sounds wonderful, though. Yeah. So no, now you know. Now he's, uh, you know, that's a lot less diapers. I guess you got to buy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, and change. You see, that right. you're not. I mean, the yeah. Think about how many diapers you changed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. They're All gone. A there. Lot. There has not been a poopy diaper in our house since last Friday. Which is that's remarkable. Yeah, and, and think and think about it, thinking about
1: too how difficult it is now to change Teddy because um, he likes to roll. We yeah. want to. Go, I mean, what? Yeah. why? Yeah, just stay still.
0: Yeah, it's so stressful. <laughs> like so many things with kids, you're like, this could take five seconds, but right. you're making it take five minutes, and neither of us are happy right now. Right. Like, right. why are we doing this?
1: No, it like, can be. Yeah. It can be very frustrating, but yeah. that's wonderful. Um, it's amazing that it only happened in a weekend. I always had this image of of potty training that it's like a four month process. Um, that you have to, you might have to to pull in a medium, yeah, to, right, to do the to do the energy of that. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, like Just, yeah. just, just, just I, I assumed it was much greater lengths. Corey, was it was it as easy as that for you, or was it? Well,
2: I was gonna say, I believe that for some people, it is a four month process. Yeah, totally. Right.
1: Um, and you know,
2: I thought you talk I was about, longer. Colin has a plan. I, I like that. <laughs> you you got to have no, a plan for this, and uh, sounds like a very good one. Um, I. It, for my kids, it's uh, it's a very long story. But, <laughs> um, they're two very individual people, and um, for my daughter, she was the one that took the initiative and she wanted to go, and she has it down cold. My son will go in there, he'll play around, he'll take all his clothes off, he'll run back and forth, and um,
1: he's an artist. <laughs> It'll come to him.
2: He's waiting for inspiration. He's right. a fun-loving <laughs> yet lad. So. Um, <laughs> I think that's gonna be who he yeah. is growing going forward. But um, I, I, I mean, I I don't even think I would necessarily say he's got it hundred percent yet. Which is, why I'm saying, Colin, congratulations.
0: Well, I, again, we'll, it's, uh, we'll come back to it in a couple of weeks. We'll that's hardcore. Where, we'll Can see I see where ask, it's at? Has
2: he have you how? Have you you ventured out into the outside world?
0: Yeah. So that was the thing. Like, I read about how to do it that weekend. I was like, all right, cool. But then, like, what about Monday? Like, all of a sudden, we just put underwear on him, and, like, he's fine. Right. So weird, right? I was terrified. So I think we (laughs) went to the store maybe that day. But he had a swim class on Tuesday. That's what I was really, like, kind of stressed about. Oh, so we could pee in the pool. Right. I'm sure he did. That's <laughs> fine. But like the subway ride to the class, I was, you know, um, but, uh, that stuff went fine. I mean, it's, it's another source of anxiety for me. It's like one more thing rolling around in my head of like, when did he last pee? Does he have to pee now? How much water has he had? Do I need to get him to go? Like, what are we about to do that might keep him from, you know, it's just all right. those things are in your head now. True. Sure. Um, I'm sure they'll fade away as I, as I trust that he's got it, but, uh. But yeah, for now it's just it's that stuff. But yeah, the outings were okay. Um Good. I will say I mean this is this is scatological, but this is a dad podcast. And right. Poop is in our lives. Um Bring it the on. first time he went in the potty. Poop was a major part of my life. Oh, days. absolutely. It's it's the, the only time I'd seen his poop was in a diaper, I was astonished at the size of it. Right. It was very surprising. Right. It was a grown up poop. Like I don't know where that came from. I have a similar Type of experiencing it in the actual toilet. However,
2: when they were children, <clears throat> um, actually caught it once.
0: Oh, wow, caught it.
2: They were young. They have no.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you saw it coming, and you uh, you stepped up. It, it was nighttime <laughs> feeding, and
2: yeah. then we changed diapers, and the you diaper was off,
0: hand. and out it came. Did you have
1: to boil that hand? <laughs> I, I completely cut it off. I have a whole new hand. <laughs> <to it. laughs> Uh, Teddy's crawling, nice everywhere. Yes, and we're crawling Movement. and he's uh, crawling and lifting himself up on every ledge to, to standing. To stand, yeah, to yep. standing. He's not cruising yet. Yeah, um, but he's standing and he's crawling. And our apartment's too small now. <laughs> it didn't used to be too small. Right, a week ago. Yep, or, or perhaps two or three weeks ago. Yeah, uh, he really started when we went down to Orlando.
0: Okay. Because
1: we went to Orlando to visit family. And they have a lot of, you know, compared to us, they have a lot of space. Uh, it's a big living room, you know, this big living room, big rug in the living room. You plop him down, and he got mobile yeah. really, really quickly. And yeah. within a matter of days. Um, maybe one or two days but then he came home and retained it yeah. but now our apartment's too small yeah. and because there's, there's just no way yeah. he he's, he just crawls everywhere and he he wants to get into everything and everything we're doing he wants to be doing it too and that's understandable but yeah. now you know uh, we have to get a, <clears throat> a 10,000 square foot mansion <laughs> um <laughs> and that that apparently I think given his energy would would be uh, just about enough until yeah. he's 4 at which time we'd have to double the size again. So uh yeah, no, but seriously, it's 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 really cool to see, but it's uh it's also okay, now we really have to baby proof everything cuz he's going to yeah. get into things. You get
0: surprised as soon as they start moving, you're like, "Oh, oh, okay, now we got these dangerous objects that are a problem we right. weren't worried about before." He
1: likes wires. Yep. Yeah. He's a big wires guy. Yep. Uh might be an electrician or, you know, uh, if we don't watch out, he he might end up end up in the <laughs> hospital i don't think you will (laughs) but no but like you you know we have to do this we have to do the sockets we have to make sure everything that needs to be off the floor is off the floor but that's that's definitely new for us uh and we're just now we're just trying to keep up
2: yeah it's a fun time though it is because you see the growth almost daily in terms of being being able to move and what i'll say to you now is enjoy this time okay because when they get older they get bigger they get faster yeah they get more athletic they start trying to do things that can really hurt them. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I'm sure with Teddy, you're looking out and making sure, you know, his physical health too, not just, you don't want him to break things. You don't want him to break himself.
1: Well, if he's like leaning on something, he could take a header at any right. time. Yeah. And right. it's like, he hits his head. Not, I mean, not a lot because we're usually there, but sometimes, you know, we're a step or two too late and it, boom, you yeah. know, and you hear and you're like, oh, yeah. and then it's the surprise and then it's the wail. you know?
2: Yep. I always had to remind myself the children are resilient. Right, they They can recover fast. fast. Yeah. Oh
1: boy, they'd fall or they'd hit themselves,
2: and we just oh. He bounces back quick. (laughs) That's good. Like 10, like a good
1: five, 10 minutes of, of cuddles and rocks. And he's like, Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. I haven't, luckily we haven't heard, you know, he hasn't actually really hurt himself where he needs to go be taken somewhere.
0: You know, it's just, it's just bumps and bruises. So when there's that moment and he falls, he bangs his head and you you all kind of wait and you're like, right. Is this going to be a problem? Is he (laughs) going to be upset about this? And sometimes they're not. And sometimes you're like, Oh, here it comes. Yeah. 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 Sorry, buddy. I Uh, mean, you're like, Oh, there goes another couple of IQ points.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, what can you do? I had a nickel for every dime. No.
2: Um, my daughter, uh, actually yesterday, uh, was running through the living room and tripped and went head first into the TV stand. And Amber and I looked at each other like, oh, this, mm, this yeah. is not going to be good. And she cried for a second and then looked up and Paw Patrol was on and <laughs> everything was okay. Yep. And she kind of stood and, and we looked at each other and just said, hey, that must have not been as as bad as we thought it was. Yeah. Because I think as parents, you always, you never want to go and, you never want to err on the side of, oh, that couldn't hurt. Right, yeah. You want to make, you know, you say, that might have hurt. Yeah. And she
0: was okay.
1: Yeah, I guess we can't always be there to catch them, but we can always be there to help them cope with the fallout. I mean, that's kind of of what I tell myself. Yeah.
0: And do your, you know, you do your best to look around and like, all right, what are the possible scenarios here? How can I prevent whatever, you know? And then he will show you new ones. So, yeah. Yeah, anything anything new with you, uh, Corey, in the the dad department? Yeah, we had a busy week. They're,
2: they're growing pretty quickly now. Um, we're chatting, um, my daughter and I. Yeah. We, um, uh, before I became a parent, um, I think there was, was part of me that was, I knew I was going to be a dad, and I thought to myself, I can't wait to talk to them. I want to communicate. Yeah. I like i talk to my own kids. That yeah. was something in my mind that for some reason I thought, man, that's going to be great. That'll be fun. I remember my the people that taught me things and I, you know, I just want to, you know, teach my kids things and between where they're at memory-wise, or where my daughter is at. A, my my son's not quite there yet, but um, what she's retaining and what her verbal ability is. She started coming to me and really asking me questions. Yeah, that's awesome. Just, like, very innocent, sweet questions. And I can sit down with her and talk to her. And it's phenomenal. And I never knew when this was going to come. Yeah. But it's here. And I'm so glad. And, you know, to me, parenting is a thing that I miss who they used to be. As they get older, I miss when they were younger. But I'm also always looking forward to who they're going to become and watching them grow. So it's kind of a balanced thing. And um, I just didn't know when it was going to come. And it's here. And it's... It's wonderful because she's so innocent and so cute and so sweet. Um, so we got that going, and uh, Benny's loving his fire trucks. <laughs> it's been a big week. We're uh, we're looking to move. And, yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've lived in a lot of places in New York City. Um, I've had to make a lot of choices in terms of, you know, where I'm going to go. Yeah. Um, none of them have involved children before. Yeah. So we were looking at a bunch of places, and we found one. Right next to the fire station. Hmm. And that pretty much sealed the deal. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty much it. He has the fire suit. He walks around with the fire oh, trucks. Oh, man. So to have a fire station that he can, and I know every Sunday they're out there cleaning the fire trucks. Oh, man. Yep. So it's going to be very Norman Rockwell here for him. So, That's right. awesome. That's awesome. Having a
0: fun week. Yeah. That might be that might be a new tradition. Go out and watch the uh, watch the fire trucks.
1: Every Sunday doesn't yeah. you know, Sundays are Sundays are oftentimes a great day to, to ply
0: our traditions, yeah. I guess. So we're just can, gonna say that. We'll make it a tradition. <laughs>
2: Colin and Paul come over. We'll all watch the fire trucks.
0: <laughs> there you go. I would love that. All right, we can get to the questions then. Uh, all right. So we were all raised in a family that had at least some traditions. So what traditions have you guys kept and what did you discard as you formed your own family? Y'all got y'all got traditions.
1: I mean, uh, Chris, there's certain Christmas traditions that yeah. we, that we kept.
0: Yeah, that's the first uh, thing I thought of too.
1: Um, and I think the I think the biggest one was having a set amount of ornaments, not like a set amount of ornaments, but having like a cache of ornaments that we regularly added to, mm-hmm. and then always making sure that everything makes it up on the tree. Number one. Yeah um and then number two making sure that the tree lighting was a kind of a night in and of itself mm-hmm. that's your that's your tradition that was always really special to me when i was a kid mm-hmm. like putting up the christmas tree is always really really fun um and doing it with um uh, putting up the christmas tree with emily has always been really really fun mm-hmm. just a night it's always been like a nice night kind of a deep yeah you know, kind of a decompress you know turn off the tv make yourself a sweet drink kind of mm-hmm. you know like even if it's even if it's non alcoholic you know like an apple mold cider kind of night <laughs> yeah. you know and there's sweaters everywhere and you know and that's and, and, and the, it and it's just nice so yeah we definitely kept that and um, um we definitely kept we definitely We definitely kept the that Christmas particular Christmas tradition. The other tradition, I would say, is as far as Thanksgiving goes. We still do celebrate Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and we still do celebrate it with family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've added kind of a wrinkle to that that maybe I'll get into later. But like uh, one, you know, every other year, we're up eating a full traditional, you know, Thanksgiving yeah. dinner yeah. with 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 my family. Yeah. So, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. We've got Christmas stuff. This this last year was the. First, it was Dell's second Christmas, but he was, you know, just several months old the first time. So it's like that, you know, that doesn't count as much. But yeah, the the Christmas tree, like I still, I remember when I was a kid, you know, being home with mom and she would get the decorations out during the day and like that whole day would be Christmas decorating and I loved it. I always loved Christmas so much. And, uh, and yeah, we still like in the city here, Amy and I have always gotten a tree. Like it's a big deal. We, we figure out which day we're going to get the tree and, uh, and, uh. Yeah, that's um, that's what. Well, uh, okay, sorry, distractions. Um, sorry about th- sorry about that, Colin. I was distra- uh, I was distracted, Colin. <laughs> we got so we got podcast things happening behind the scenes. Um, no, we've always it's it's we pick a day to get our tree. We go get it on the city sidewalk, um, and so uh, so it- yeah, we so we we've we been doing that with Dell. And this last year, um, our tradition is to you know Amy gets home from work, we go get the tree, we put it up put all the decorations up all of that happens that night and we put on Muppet's Christmas Carol and we have a Muppet's Christmas Carol ornament too and so Dell got to see that and it was uh the ornament is uh Kermit and Tiny Tim little Kermit in the like on his shoulders and it, it, you hit a button and it plays a little like fa la la song right. that they do and so we have video of Dell like holding that, hitting the button, going "fa la la." So like yeah. clearly that's going to be a thing. Like we're very excited about that.
1: I showed that part. to my nephews, and they were totally unimpressed with that's Muppets so Christmas Carol. So disappointing, right? It's so
0: disappointing when that happens. Right? No, I show.
1: mean we watch we watch Muppets Christmas Carol. I mean for for years now, almost almost every day during the Christmas season. Like, it's just something to kind of put on in the background if yeah. you're doing something else because it's pleasant, it's got pleasant music, and it's a pleasant ending, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately, even though it's yeah. Christmas Carol. Michael Caine does a hell of a job. Oh, there. man. I mean, he, just, he does <laughs> a great job in that movie. Yeah,
0: I think people, you know, people like to talk about their favorite Scrooge, and I don't know that he's always in that conversation, and he should be because, right. like—
1: Come on, right? I, I, you know, I. A lot of people like Scrooged with Bill Murray, which I, is excellent.
0: I've never liked it actually. Oh yeah, I
1: don't like it. It's too dark for me. I was going to ask if it
0: was too cynical for you, Because right. It is a very, uh, yeah. It's it's not a. It's not as fun as a lot of the other. Not for the kids. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I,
1: I want my Christmas movies to be a little treacly. I want them to be so sweet they give cavities. That's like four. I mean, that's, that's I. But that's what I like to see around the Christmas holiday. Yeah. Like bad Santa stuff like that really never appealed to me. Yeah. Um, uh, Although I will say the American dad where... Where Santa and the elves <laughs> assault a cabin. Um, it's that's that is literally one of the one of the best episodes of television <laughs> I have ever seen. All right, they they assault uh a, a, the cabin with with razor sharp candy canes. It, I don't I don't know. Then the guns and things. And it's it's very <laughs> it's is, very good.
2: That is Christmas. No,
1: it's it's <clears throat> it's really good. I mean, Santa gets like shot and then he comes back <laughs> to get revenge and it's it's pretty good.
2: Which then leads to the question, Paul. Yeah. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie?
0: <laughs>
1: not for not for me. No, I see. I do not consider Die Hard to be a Christmas movie. Yeah,
0: I. Uh... It's an action movie. Yeah, and I. I mean, I like it because it's at Christmas. Like it. It adds a level to it for me. But I don't think Bloody Feet when I think of Christmas. Yeah, like, and it's in L.A. I do like because Lethal Weapon. I mean, I think is. I think yeah, Shane Black wrote both of those, and he loves. Oh, well, I don't know if he. No, he didn't write Die Hard. But he wrote Lethal Weapon and he always sets his movies at Christmas and it's the 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 LA Christmas thing to me is always interesting cuz you wouldn't know it unless there weren't lights up you know right like, right 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 yeah I see what it's you're just saying. a weird it's just a funny thing to me right so. cuz it's
1: not it's not any
0: colder yeah
1: you know yeah. there's there's no seasons down there it's just yeah. one kind of it's like it's monocultural too so yeah. you know I feel interesting you,
2: uh, it's just it's a hotly
1: debated topic what that Die Hard's a Christmas movie? Oh yes, no, it definitely is. I don't, th- I don't I personally. I can see how other people would see Die Hard as a Christmas movie. I don't, I do not see it as a Christmas movie, and I like the movie, but it's not one of those movies that I go back to over and over and over. I don't know about you guys. If so it's, it's on, not a watch. If it's on you, so you stop the television when Die Hard's on.
0: I don't seek it out necessarily, unless it's been like a while, but it's never been a while because I always like if it's on and it's on a lot, I'm like, eh, I'll watch this. I feel that way about Die Hard with
1: a vengeance. See,
0: that's that's Amy's favorite. She saw it first, and I'm like, oh, well. Look, it's Christmas out
1: there. You could steal (laughs) City Hall. Yep. That's yeah. all I'm
0: saying. That's all I'm gonna say. But da da da
1: da 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 da. Come on, man. Amy agrees. I mean, it's it's a it's a <laughs> as the diehards go, it's probably not the best, but I think it is my favorite. Let me just try and bring it full circle. <laughs> I
2: might watch Die Hard at the, uh, if it's on, but if it's on during Christmas time, I'm gonna watch me some Die Hard.
0: Yeah, right. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'd but I don't. That.
2: I wouldn't say it's a Christmas movie per
0: se. Right. You, okay. You do get that that icy Alan Rickman line reading of "Now I have a machine gun." Ho. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Don't even get me started with Alan Rickman, tr- genius. In, tr-
1: in terms of movies, other than Muppets Christmas Carol, one of <laughs> one of our family traditions. It's a, and it's a very loose tradition, but we always ended up doing it when I was with when I, we were up in Connecticut, and I do it now, and I and I even do it now, and it's it's a wonderful life. Okay, has, has become a has become somewhat of a traditional Christmas viewing. in, yeah. my, in our household, I I like the movie. Yeah. I think it's interesting and well done.
0: Yeah, it's a great movie.
1: F- for what it is. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? You can't argue otherwise. You know, so, um, but that is, that is it, as far as viewing goes, along with Muppet's Christmas Carol, that that's something that, and it only gets viewed once. That's the tradition part mm-hmm. of it. Like, yeah. you only kind of watch it once, you yeah. know, on the 23rd or the 24th, but never on the yeah. 25th. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but that's that's some viewing that's that's traditionally done that I've kind of kept. Mm-hmm. I can't think right now offhand if. Of of anything that I've discarded. Um,
0: we, I mean, I think by virtue of living in New York city, away other from than mass, families, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> other than um, the, the, like, the, the Christmas night mass, like, like the like, or Christmas Eve. Like if we're, I mean, if I'm we're, a heathen. So.
1: No, but if we're here, yeah. like if we're any, if we're anywhere else, we, we mass. if we're anywhere but Connecticut mass is a little bit more optional. Okay. You know, so it's not as hard yeah, and yeah. fast, but mass used to be like, okay, you're either going Christmas Eve when you're probably going Christmas Eve at four, when we were little, mm-hmm. and then when we were old enough, it was the midnight mass because yeah. the midnight mass, I think, is the quickest. Okay, and so you always want to go to the. We're Catholics, so you always want to get in and get out. Yeah, I check mean, the, the box, get out. Right. The, <laughs> look, the Immaculate in downtown Waterbury could get you out in a half hour on a, on a, on a Sunday in ordinary time.
0: You know what I mean? So, like, is there yeah. a message board that has a? <laughs> these are how long the masses take the different
1: churches. If you really, if you press for time, I swear, I swear, it's because they knew everyone was betting on football. That's really Like the funny. like the regular, it's all you know, At least American, Irish American. Yeah, you know, yeah. Kinda. But yeah, so like that's one thing that I think we've that I think we might have might have discarded, but which might be coming back. Yeah,
0: but. yeah. We don't see family on Christmas or Thanksgiving anymore, uh, just because of traveling. But we a new tradition that we've picked up in the last several years is my niece's birthday is a few weeks before Christmas in Texas, and so we go down there and see Amy's family. Then and we we kind of that feels like Christmas because usually my uh, brother in law and sister in law they're they're setting up for Christmas or they already have their stuff up and so feels like Christmas like that's a thing that we do now and that's nice I like, think
2: that's great yeah. because what I have found is <clears throat> excuse me um a lot of times you know when when you when you have a partner have a wife and then especially when you have kids there's such a a pull from different directions uh, who you're gonna spend holidays with well. Here or there. So if you have that setup, we kind of built in that you know you're going to see those yeah. those folks in
0: Texas, you know,
2: before, and
0: then you have you know that day open. Yeah, that's a good setup. Yeah, it's hard to and if you know because no one here. I mean, it's it's rare that people here are close to family. So you, I feel like you got to make those compromises. It's it, it is tough. Um, but we do have a uh, a listener question here from Josh. Uh, how do you find a balance with traditions which may mean a lot to immediate and or extended family, but not so much to you? When you're when your family's doing stuff and uh and you're not so much on board, but you want to honor that tradition. I'm trying to think if we have I uh, mean I, I have a big one. Yeah. Uh and
1: it was probably the wedding.
0: Okay. You know, that yeah. we did it. Family we, expectations. That, that
1: we did a more traditional wedding. Um not because of like the parent, you know. Either set of parents said, Oh, you absolutely have to do a wedding in this way, and mm-hmm. this is how you need to do it. But because we did, at a certain extent, first of all, I wanted a wedding. Okay. Emily did not. Mm. Let's, okay. let's, 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 <laughs> let's, I wanted a party. You know, let's, let's make that real, let's make that real clear. Yeah. Like yeah. I was probably the prime mover behind that. But, But at the same token, I did feel that it would have been expected by both my family and hers. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of, and so Emily, we had to kind of drag Emily into this, you know, into the more kind of traditional wedding um, kind of thing. As far as with Teddy goes, I mean, there's really, he's so young, you know, I mean, he has, not for a tradition, it has to be at least one year and he's not even a year old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, In terms of. I don't know whether or not there's anything traditional that we've missed or we haven't because it's, he's kind of just all in front of us.
0: And it's yeah. it's up in the air at this age. And you, like, you, Right. Yeah. You're That's kind what of I was going to say. He's think. so
1: like – it's so like – just to put a fine point on it, he's so in the – we're so in the moment yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah. Like and you're just not trying to get through day to day because I think we have like a pretty good handle on it now. But like – you're just so kind of like week to week and kind of just managing that whole thing yeah. and that whole in that whole process of raising him and to making sure that he doesn't chew on wires yeah. yes. that that like that you don't really think about the the broader you know where it fits in the broader history or or or, or the broader history or the story of your your or her family
2: yeah I, that's what i was going to say i remember that, that our first year was very hazy but i remember that very vividly we're very excited for holidays and tradition and things, and then you realize they're tiny. They they, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. So whether it's Halloween, Thanksgiving, or Christmas, you got to kind of wait a year or two, and then you can, you know, t- what you think of traditionally is them contributing and enjoying those things. Yeah, that's when it kind of happens. That first year is, uh, you know, they're there. Yeah, but it, it just takes a little while. Yeah, it's like
0: I, another
1: day for them. It's I, hard to. I think we're more excited about Harry Potter then you, you know what i mean like introducing them to certain cultural yeah. tu- what i mean is but what i mean is really and for us it's harry potter but but introducing you know teddy to, to the certain cultural touchstones that we feel that have touched us and that doesn't really come till he's what five seven nine you know what i mean like yeah. it doesn't come till much much later yeah not yeah. that look not that i want him to become nine tomorrow because i don't you know there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff that's going to happen in the in between but I mean, for right now, it's it's really hard. It's really hard to, like Corey said, because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't really get anything right now.
2: I remember our first Halloween. We had plans and costumes, and we were going to go into, you know, the square and enjoy the festivities mm-hmm. and the candies and everything. And they they had the costumes on, and they thought it was cute for a few, a little while, and then they were just you realize you watch them and they're just playing and having a good time and. That's great. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's you know they're gonna they're gonna pick that up later,
0: yeah. As they get older, it's like that could be happening in your apartment or you know yeah. like like they don't get like I remember trick or treating. It was obviously the second Halloween, cause first Halloween he was like a few months old, but like Teddy was like five days
1: old. Yeah, but uh, or, or a
0: week old or whatever. It was. We took him out, and you know when you were when you remember Halloween, it's like a few hours of being out on the street collecting candy with your friend. You know, it's its a whole event that takes a while. And for him, it could have just been five minutes because that's about what the attention span is. And he's like, oh, now I'm just hanging out with my friend. Let's go play cars or whatever, you know. So, so yeah, it's it's like they need the they need the brain structure to yeah. understand. Like, and oh, if, this is a whole thing that takes all night. And right. nothing
2: wrong with that. As long as you're having fun. Right. Yeah, a Good time. You don't have to label. You don't have to know it's a holiday. Yeah. And exactly. Not at all.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't. I guess a lot of our family traditions kind of have fallen by the wayside anyway before Dell came along. Um, I mean, I think when we go home to see my mom now, there's kind of the restaurants that we go to every trip. Like that's been the tradition, but we stopped eating meat a few years ago. And my hometown in Tennessee is not a great place to be a vegetarian. Is barbecue big down there? It's pretty big. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's mostly pork, like okay. pulled pork. Um that sounds good. Yeah, it's good. But I mean I'm not gonna, you know. It's one of those places where it's like, Oh, I want the I want the vegetarian salad. And they're like, Well, that comes with chicken, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just very it's a lot of disappointing stuff. It's hard to yeah. And so I guess I mean I know my mom Hey, I want the vegetarian <laughs> dish. You get two meats with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just make them potatoes. All right, with bacon? No. <laughs> All right, um, yeah. all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but like I know when we visit, that's when mom gets to go do stuff more than she would when we're not there, and so we want to do that. But it's it, it gets tough to 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 you know find good meals, and uh, yeah, we we did. Our, I think our best this last trip, we went to Waffle House, and that's something I love. And it was that was probably one of the best meals we had while we were there. It was fantastic. Waffle House is a real
1: is a it's a real specific. Place I love it. I've I like it. Too. Loved I actually it. like the food. It's
0: I, good. I mean, it's for pre- a Greasy Spoon, it's, it's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: like a chain Greasy Spoon. Yeah. Like they, like up in New England, they have a lot of Greasy. There's a pretty probably Greasy Spoon diner in any, not even any vacation spot in any town. There's gonna yeah. be there's gonna be one diner that does breakfast, and it's gonna be good. Yeah, because everyone goes there. You just look for where people are going after church.
0: Yeah, right.
1: You know, and if that's where they're going, well, then it's good. Yeah, you know.
0: All right. Well. Uh, final question, what tradition or traditions would you like to start or bring back? I guess Paul's got Harry Potter, uh, that's one on of them. deck that's <laughs> whenever one, that, that's
1: ready. That's, that's one of them. The other yeah. is,
0: the other is Sunday dinner.
1: Um, oh, okay. My family, my family never did Sunday dinner and it's an Italian American thing mm-hmm. that you kind of get together on Sunday with your family and with your extended family. Um,
0: like uncles, cousins, that kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: My siblings are really far flung, although I would like to get together with them way more than I yeah. do, but I don't. Uh, my, you know, one sister's up in New Hampshire, the other, my, you know, I got a brother down in the Carolinas, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's not like something you can get, you can do every week. Um, but with friends, I would definitely do like a standing kind of Sunday arrangement. Mm-hmm. Where you come over, you bring the kids, and then we just kind of you just kind of chill out. Yeah, you, know, you just kind of commiserate. Yeah, for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And we kind of started something similar to that. Um, a friend, Kristen, of mine started a Friendsgiving. Yeah, which is really which was a lot of fun. And it's usually like a week or two before the actual Thanksgiving, before everyone leaves. Mm-hmm. But it's just a time for all the friends, you know, kind of in the circle to get like, and who live locally to, you know, to where it happens, yeah. you know, to get together and to have, you know, to break bread and to do all that stuff. And it's usually a really fun event. So that's, that's definitely one thing I'd like to try to bring back.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. When I was a kid from like eh, six or seven on up through like my teen years before I started driving, my, my best friend was the son of my parents' best friends. And so we would, we are both only, cho- well, he had a much older sister. So we were basically both only children. And like every Saturday night, we would alternate houses to go over to their house where they come over and the parents would play cards and we would play Nintendo or Ninja Turtles or whatever, you know, thing we were into at the time uh, for hours. And it was it was every week and it was the best in the summers. We'd spend the night at each other's place and stuff. So whatever that's going to be, I want to have something like that. You know, when Dell gets older, he's got a couple like like Amy's best friend has a son who's two months younger than Dell. So that's probably you know, as long as we're in proximity to each other, that's probably the likely couple. We're we're eyeing them. We're hoping they'll be the ones. Right. <laughs> <But> we'll, <laughs> we'll audition them in about a year. You know, uh,
1: you know, Mike, who does you know who who's one of the dads and the dads on yeah. dads on dads rotation. He you know him and his son and, and Teddy are really close in age. Mm-hmm. What do you do if they're not friends? Though? Right. You know what do you do if they hate each other? Yeah, you just got to let it develop. I
0: think. Yeah, you can't force it. Can, I mean, it's right. Like, because I remember, I remember hanging out with some kids, you know, different kids who my. Of of, like, my, if, of my parents' friends, and I was just kind of like,
1: eh. "What if it comes like spy versus spy, where they're just yeah. con- consistently trying to blow each other up? Sit I mean, back I'd and enjoy like, with, with no with with a series of of escalating yet comical tactics."
0: I mean, I, mean, I feel like that's part of being <laughs> friends at that age. Like at some point, you just get over the yeah. person, and you're like, "I want to kill you right now," I would, and I'm going to try to. And then in ten minutes, we're going to play Mega Man. Like, <laughs> I'd say
2: film it and sell the rights. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. Um i'm with you and so you're
1: in team exploitation
2: (laughs) just sometimes you gotta back off as a parent and just let things go and see where it goes and sometimes you Um, gotta monetize right (laughs) I, i like the the sunday thing we've thought about that a lot um i think there needs to be time and space for just real good interaction family interaction Especially in these days, with a lot of screens and a lot of distractions, yeah. a lot of internet stuff, I think that becomes more and more important. And if it's friends or family that are involved in that, or friends that you consider family, yeah. I think that's great. That's great for their, their development, for for meeting other kids, mm-hmm. for interacting with other kids, and you know, being able to to be with other adults too. With you know, that just having that, I guess, communal environment. Harry Potter, man. I've, I've mm-hmm. never read Harry Potter. I always said when well, my kids get old enough. Are you a Philistine? Do you, do you, <laughs> do you hate I know, art? I know. I know. Yeah. People is. are like that, right? Right. Uh, I always said I'm going to read it to my kids, and we're going to experience it together, right. and I'm going to do it all, man. I'm going to go. I'm going to do the voices. I'm going to do whatever, yeah. whatever it takes, but I'm not, I am not. I just felt like that's. I always wanted to save that for them, so that's what I'm going to do.
0: There's a uh, really good illustrated the- edition out there right now. Um, I believe Jim Kay does the art for it. It's a big book, um, and the, I think only the first three might be out. I haven't checked on the fourth yet, which is the biggest. Like, There's a big jump in size, so I'm curious how big that's going to be. But look for that one. I, I, I like those editions. We're all about it. Yeah. I'm going to be all over that stuff.
1: I, th- I, think a good, so I think a good strategy, some parents are like, all right, well, you can't start Harry Potter till they're like 11. Yeah. I mean, because that's, gotta, the, because yeah. That's, the, that's the age. Although I do think that you can do parent-guided when they're like six or seven. And then finish them up by the time they're eleven, and then when they're eleven, they experience the thing again by themselves. Mm,
0: okay,
1: and it, and it, you know what I mean, and yeah. it kind of means a lot. The
0: the, it, the challenge I see this coming. Is,
1: people must think I'm people must think I'm a little crazy. No, I like, I've like, thought about this. Like that. I mean, but yeah, it's, but it's the I mean, it's the truth. I mean, like. There's there's a thing to, if, there's a thing to experience something with somebody else. I, and for for me it was with my older brother and with my my siblings. Mm-hmm. You know, there's cultural touchstones that I kind of experienced with or through them. And even if I did it with them, you know, experienced it with them first, it was still valuable for me as the youngest to experience it by myself. Yeah later on my own and on my own terms. I thought yeah. I thought that that was valuable. So yeah, you, yeah. So who knows? I don't know what the right thing is, but I think you could do it earlier than, than age 11, yeah, right? Yeah, I think that, so. Well, Especially the, the first couple of books. That's I mean, the time when know. they're wizards, right? Like- like yeah. age eleven, like is when yeah,
2: they go
0: to so. Hogwarts or something, yeah. something like the ten or something eleven, something like, like that.
2: that. But again, I think you have to gauge individual children. What it's like potty training? It's like this. You have to, right? I, if I talk to my daughter, I'm sure we could have a conversation. She'd be, she'd be telling me she's ready, you know, in a couple of weeks, right? <laughs> right. Um, but it, the question is, what traditions would you like to start or bring back? Okay, so very briefly, I had a very eclectic family. It's very. Uh, I my dad and my sister and my stepmom and my stepsister and stepbrother. And, and you know, we, we, did, we did fine, but we weren't exactly the Brady Bunch. There's a lot of, when you say what traditions my family have, that little nuclear family didn't have a lot. I had some grandparent things um, who were wonderful. I loved them. They're a great, huge part of my life. But, man, Fourth of July was awesome, fireworks and those mm-hmm. types of things. But my point is a lot of the traditions we feel like we're going to have in our family are ones that we're – Consciously bringing in yeah. we not, not necessarily have to find them Amber's parents are fantastic And they're very close But they're in Florida mm-hmm. So a lot of that stuff we are bringing in So we talk about you know creating new trading traditions Our traditions are kind of new We feel like we're really kind of Our family is setting things up to go forward um, So very conscious of that um, And so it, it's, it's stuff like you know Harry Potter It's stuff like you know dinners and, and, and being close, but it's you know I didn't have a lot of religion and stuff mm-hmm. in my life growing up. So I, we're gonna try and get back into that too. I think ours, Amber's very religious, so all, it's
1: ours were all food too. Like they were, they ours like my family. They were like really simple traditions. Like okay, for the last it's got to be 15, 20 years every Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving starts at noon mm-hmm. with shrimp, cocktail sauce, cheese. And crackers, nice. while the first football game is playing. That is, that is, that is literally one of the That's one great. of my family traditions. It's so Y'all need to adopt but, me. But it, but, it, <laughs> but it, no, but it, exactly. It's like hi, this hyper small, hyper specific thing. Yeah, you know that that it's just you know it's it's what, yeah it's what we did every year. Yeah. You know, Amber's but I loved it. I still like it. Although I'm not, like, and weirdly, I don't even really like shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> but you like
2: Thanksgiving. Right, yeah. right, right, Yeah. Amber's family is the same way. Let me tell you the story. So we became pregnant, and we're, that's, to me, that was the best part of being, one of the best parts of being pregnant is that, to telling people, telling people you care about. Mm-hmm. Right. And with twins, it's even crazier. Yeah. Um. So with her parents, they're in Florida. You know how we told them? We got them a cake.
0: Nice. Like, and, like, like sent to their house, like. Yeah, because yeah. her
2: sister lives down there, so we okay. did, we, we all kind of had – we were in cahoots, and we, we had this cake, and it had
1: the pictures on it. Did you hire a weird man to break into their house and bake a cake <laughs> for them while they were there and alarmed? <laughs> exactly. I mean, that would have been – And he refused to explain himself. <laughs> he had a little mask on. It was like spy versus spy. <laughs> right, right, right. He has a gun, just waves them, waves them to sit by the kitchen table. And they're related. Um, it's good news, right? No, yeah. it's it's no, it's always good news. <laughs> but my point—you
2: love, love cake, burglar. <laughs> <laughs> my point is every occasion is food. Yeah, yeah. Right. And nobody, nobody got that it was twins. I except my aunt and uncle. I told them we came and we were like we have news. And my aunt goes, "You're pregnant." And I go, "Yep." And she looked at me and she said, "And I, I said something like, but." And she goes, "It's twins." Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, you got it, Final (laughs) Jeopardy, you got it. There we go. That's awesome. I I don't have no idea how she did it, but. That's really funny.
0: All right, well, uh, I think that's about the time we have for today. Uh, So thanks so much to everyone who submitted questions to us. Uh, We want your questions answered, and if you want your questions answered, you want your name settled out on the podcast, Hit us up on Facebook on the Dads on Dads on Dads page and throw us a like. Hit us up on Twitter at Dads on Dads Pod and toss us a follow or email us at Dads on Dads on Dads at gmail.com. Before we go, I thought we'd spend a minute talking about some people and podcasts we're really excited about. On Twitter, you might have seen that we're checking out a slate of three podcasts every week. We do this not only because we love podcasts and the podcasting community, but also because we believe that a rising tide floats all boats. If you want your podcast featured on one of our weekly shoutouts, just follow us on Twitter at Dads on Dads Pod, and we will get to you eventually. One specific podcast we're really into, though, is the show Barbie Kong, done by friend of the dads, Katie Repman. Barbie Kong is a podcast where host Katie Repman interviews a different female guest every week. My lovely wife, Amy, was a guest. They talk everything from parenting to media to the idea of feminism in this current climate. Through this exploration, many personal stories are revealed and unpacked. Guests vary in age, race, and socioeconomic status. Barbie Kong is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So thanks again for tuning in. This podcast is available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and lots and lots of other places. But if there's a place where you go for podcasts and it isn't available, let us know and we will put it there. Special thanks to Computer Music All Stars for the theme song, to the QED and Astoria, and to our wives, without whom we would not be dads. Make sure to check us out at OutrunTheBearMedia.com for more and join the mailing list at the bottom of the homepage. From Outrun the Bear Media for Paul and Corey, I'm Colin. Thank you for listening and keep on dadin'.